What's happening? What's good? How's it going? How's your mama? Welcome back to the Super Gym World Podcast, episode 8. 8. We on episode 8. And we have reached a new level, ladies and gentlemen. When it comes to... The uncertainty of things as of late. Not based on the uncertainty, but the uncertainty has given me personally clarity. So with that clarity, I have decided to get engaged. Me and my now fiance, Tiffany, have decided to lock things down. Um, she got your boy this ring symbolizing everything. I don't know if it'll come through the camera clear. That is the Requiem of Spirit. She got the Requiem of Spirit engraved on the stone of this ring. And that song holds heavy, heavy symbolism to me personally outside of the game even though spirit temple is my favorite temple but when i tell you the song that 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 chic teaches you to get back to there that's when that game became my favorite game of all time like taking that first step into the spirit temple ocarina became high tier at that exact moment to me and even like leading up to it Definitely phenomenal, but something about that that section, the Spirit Temple, when when you when you fighting Twin Rover as a boss, and then they they fucking up Noburu and put her in the Iron Knuckle outfit, and then you got to sit there and fight this bitch, and then you find out that she's in the outfit when the helmet fall off, but. It's just there's a lot of revelations that go on there. And it just holds symbolism to me just for the simple fact of I've always felt connected spiritually. And then once I dove into that side of myself, trying to really figure out how I process information. And it's always just been like an innate almost like second nature when it comes to just like detecting other people's energies and filling out how they they move in their everyday life and how I decide to either allow them to move alongside me, I move away from them and still keep in contact, but you're not going to physically impede on my my energy sources. And how I decide to cultivate my life has really stemmed from that moment. And just getting that song added to your inventory, it's always held just deep symbolism of revelation to me. And with this being on this ring, I feel that this relationship that me and my partner have now builds on that. It's almost like this is that revelation and it just came to me. Now, I already decided I was going to do it. So it's not like there was no super deep, long, thought out, drawn out process. It's just, it didn't even like feel that it was right. It felt like it was time. 
and time is literally the entire consensus of everything, tying it back to Zelda, Ocarina of Time, what's the spirit temple? You literally got to go through it initially as a child, and then you got to go back to the future after you get the golden gauntlets and go through back as an adult. Silver gauntlets, I'm sorry. You get the silver gauntlets in the spirit temple, and then you got to go back, turn into an adult, then come back to the temple and finish it out as an adult. And I just feel like me initially playing through the game as a child and then coming here at this moment as an adult, getting this ring, is this is my silver gauntlet. So it's like tying that all together was not planned. I didn't do that. That's what I witnessed. And it is eye-opening, to say the least. Because it's like everything is interconnected. It just flows and flows. And I'm just a witness. Now, yeah, we got decisions and free will and all of that stuff. But when it comes to my decision making, I just let it flow. I bust my ass on the work I do and make sure everything gets done to the highest of my ability. Even if something comes across as lackluster or something. I snapped. Skill-wise, I snapped because I did it myself. Whether it's putting my hands on something or building something, I did it myself. Whether it's getting a job and making sure these bills are paid, I did it myself. And I got homies that put me in the right rooms with the right people. And then I cultivate those relationships and make it happen myself. But at the end of the day, all of it seems effortless. I don't feel like when I do these things that I'm working because I truly enjoy the shit I do. And when it comes back all the way to Ocarina, it's like that moment of playing that game tied in with my mother, whose picture I have sitting up here right in front of me. You already know what the Durango do if you personally know me. And you know this street if you personally know me. Because my family is all inclusive. When it comes to this picture and this woman in this picture this is my mother she pre-ordered ocarina of time at walmart got the gold cartridge which i still have in my possession and she was already zelda out zelda one two we skipped over link to the past because we got the sega genesis instead of the super nintendo and then from there it was it, it was it was nintendo now, the PlayStation 2 came as well, but it was still Nintendo. And Mom's was there with it heavy. So if you got my mom before I was even born running Zelda 1, in the, it was 89, I believe, when Zelda 1. It was actually 1986. Before I was on this earth, physically, in this form. And then that energy just passed straight down to me. God, I swear to you, you are, talk, you are looking at a man who sat in a strip club and didn't worry about that stripper. Because my girl was at the house. I was there for, for one of the homies. And I'm running Sonic 3. And Knuckles. Somebody asked me if I, if I wanted something. Wings. 
paid the man, press start to unpause the bitch. I ran right back in. There was no... I ain't lose no energy while I was in that evil-ass place. And I stayed connected and grounded with gaming. Because in those environments where everybody's paying attention to cheeks, I was paying attention to cheats. You was looking at some tits, I was looking at some bits. And things was different. I moved different. I am different. But we're all still one and the same just experiencing this this shift but that's just what i decided to do in those moments i that's what i decided to do gaming kept me grounded to my family and i know that if i am sharing that with you i truly love your ass that's number one i hold gaming in such a high regard because I see my baby being bastardized by all these big ass companies and ain't nothing I can really do about it except this I can talk my shit but it runs deep for me so it's like I hold stake in the gaming industry but when it comes to how they reciprocate it back to us it's all like a psychological trap now they found a way to infiltrate it and try to psychologically influence the kids now because games that was developed when I was a kid Streets of Rage 2 the game was developed by Yuzo Koshiro and his family now while they were employees of the company Ancient the way that they did their games was literally from personal experiences and finding ways to incorporate that into the game so you got stage, see the three or four, stage three or four. You got like the Disney world in the background, right? But you're in a baseball field. So it gives an actual geography to the landscape. That's just art design. And the reason why that was done was because they wanted us to be able to tell a story ourselves visually just by playing through the game. It didn't need cutscenes. It didn't need any kind of dialogue. You got the intro cutscene to let you know that Mr. X is back and he got Adam. And then you select your characters and beat their ass. Skate preferably. And it's just that deep level affected me because I noticed it. When I first played the game, I was I wasn't even five, nigga. I noticed it. I recognized all of those things from the jump. And when you see that at that young of an age, you're going to try to find that in everything. And then that's when I went down the rabbit hole and realized a lot of other things are bullshit because they ain't even trying. And that's why Yuzo still gets the credit. Streets of Rage 4, the intro soundtrack, gets bumped damn near daily on the way to work. Now, I say all of that to say this. Gaming is deep to me. It can be deep and it can be shallow. Things that are shallow, I just tend to ignore. Now, back to me saying that if I share gaming, my gaming passions with you, that's a sign of love from me. The fact that this woman, Tiffany, 
has not only accepted that, but reciprocated it in the fa- in, in 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 the style of this. I can't put a price on that. You can't buy that nowhere. God put that there. And don't even worry, everything else is taken care of, but this is what I consider a blessing of human proportions. Because it's not even like, oh, two people are made for each other. We worked for this and went through hell for it. But what's really cool at the end of the day is that it's all tied around what grounds us and that my passions has really just kind of just spread it out and let everybody know there's deeper shit in all of these things we consume. Everything is an energy. Everything is a wave. And that's why old games can come back. New games can be created to look like old games. It's all a wave. The indie scene is truly where the heart and the soul is right now in the gaming industry. Just for the simple fact that they are unrestricted with what they can create. Now, their budget and their funding might be lower, but ukulele hard. Shovel Knight hard. I'm not a big fan of Five Nights, but those games are hard. Their fandom is hard. What's the other one we got that I just played recently? Um, well, not recently. It's been a few years now. It was um, Katana Zero. Hard. As fuck. My friend Pedro. Hard. Blasphemous. Hard. Bit Trip Saga. Hard. The soul is in the Indies. The soul is in the Indies. Need I say more? No. Because it's hard. They speak for themselves. I ain't even got to tell you the gameplay styles, the genres, the direct. Go play. They're hard. And not difficult, even though some of them are difficult. Blasphemous is blasphemous with its difficulty. But once you get the swing of it, it's hard. Dope, whatever other word you want to use, cool, clean, crispy, hard. Tough, unbreakable, all of it. Those new joints get modeled after the old joints and they're going to be here with us. Don't let me put it on a cartridge. Who do you know that rocks this? Look at this. Look at this. This is outlining the man's right now. My camera crazy. But look, come on. What's in here? The PS4 version. You see how they did that? 
This is a Genesis case. This actually is a Mega Drive. And this is reversible, so the inside is Genesis, the outside is Mega Drive. I like the black on black. Just with me. And then just for comparison's sake, Sonic 2. Now, this is a bigger bit. The Streets of Rage 4 case is big, so it can hold the PS4 case. But look at what we're dealing with here. Now, these guys were endorsed by Sega, but by in all theory, this is indie. They're independent of major studios. We, but you know how many copies of Streets of Rage 4 I bought? Eight. I got two for myself. One on PS4 and one on PC. Everybody else got that six for other people. I'm not playing. I'm si I'm serious. This ain't a game. This ain't a game to me. A whole stake in the bitch. So, with that being said, Lord Genesis, don't don't play no shit. Lord Genesis is getting married. Lord Genesis has a significant other that holds a candle to no other. Um. I love everything right now. Even though the world is on fire and shit is in turmoil, I'm just sitting back and watching it burn. I'll do what I can to help those in need. And I'll try to circumvent any of that fire from coming over here. We don't want to fight fire with fire because that'll just create more fire. We do want to find a way to put the fires out. But for the time being, I got to protect mine. When it comes to protecting mine, Genesis don't play no shit. Genesis don't play no shit. Keep loving your hearts. Stay stable. Stay safe. Stock up on food, water. Make sure your family good. Get your stuff offline if you can. Back up everything offline if you can. Just keep love in your heart. You keep love in your heart, everything going to be all right. The moment you try to put yourself before another man, and when I say before another man, that means not taking the time to look at any situation from a, another perspective other than your own. Get out your shoes for a minute. Put on another man's shoes for a minute and think about it. It'll help you move a lot more clearly, mentally. Just pause, step back, and look at it from the position of those not as fortunate as you. Because they, yeah, while there are people doing better than you, you know how many people there are doing worse than you? 
There are people who can't do anything to change their situations. There are those of us that are fortunate enough to be able to move around these circumstances and create something better. But that comes with perspective shifts. That comes with compassion. And, and and not worrying about trying to build over grave sites. The moment you step over a dead body is the moment you lost. Especially if that life loss. Uh, I know. Enough of that dark shit. Stay lovely, stay safe, stay healthy. Hey yo, Okumura, tell these niggas to drink more water. I'll tell them over here, you tell them over there, and then we'll meet somewhere in the middle and then dap up and then beat everybody that's in the room at Mario Kart. I promise, there ain't nothing but dope shit going down. I love you. Peace. Drop dash in the mania. Forget these dreams I'm made up. So I crack my world into big bodies.